everybody. I am Terry Cummings and I am with the Power of Peace Project. We would love for all of you to come out to the Brickyard, which is on January the 11th from 6 to 10. It is our big fundraiser for the year and we're going to be roasting this guy in order to raise funds to help kids that are out on the streets, get them off the streets, and we really need your help. So come on out to the Brickyard January the 11th from 6 to 10. They're gonna make fun of me for a good cause. Invite your friends. You're watching a Power Peace podcast with Kate Cummings. I'm Tony with the Pop Team, and I am Power Peace. What's up, everybody? Power of Peace Pop podcast. No, don't even roll again, Mike. Power Peace podcast. Liberty be liberty. No fluff. So here we are, another week. Faithful sidekick, soulmate, best friend, ride or die. Terry. Hi, everybody. Welcome Cole. to the podcast. Brains the operation. That was a different intro. <laughs> so, best person ever. Love her. Awesome. My son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. Just, right? It's just our son. That's it. Just our son. I sleep in bed with her. So, anyway. So, uh, you better be. That's all I got to say. Rockstar. This is off to an interesting start. Yeah, no yeah it is. Yeah, it is. Say, hey, Michael, the best producer in the biz. Hey. Yay. And somebody just wandered off the street. Tony. What's up? What's up? Tony from the Bob team. We don't get to see your mug, but uh, very cool guy. So blended family, step parents, step kids, jump in. It's like we're living in a world where I bet you it's what, 60% of marriages end in divorce? Yeah. My grandparents, is what it, is, it was so. scandalous. Grandparents. Yes. Yeah. Generation. Yeah, it was yeah. like you didn't do it. And if you yeah. did, oh my gosh. And then our parents, it really was more rare, but then, and if you did, you tend to stay together till your kids were out of school and college mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, our generation, it became more. Well, it's divorce, 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 it seemed like. And then now, generation. your generation is bag it. I didn't get married for, you know, a while. Yeah, yeah I think we're more uh, traumatized from divorce. Uh, yeah. You're like, love, uh, it's not a thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're going to get married and get divorced and yeah. lose half of my bank account? Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. this this is my twin plane. No, 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 no. That's, that's a whole other thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't believe that's a actually a thing, a documentary. No, we we right? Okay. Okay, jumping in. I was thinking about today. So yeah, blended family. So <laughs> let's just say what we met. Okay, so fifteen year marriage. Um for myself. Yeah, we've been married longer than oh, okay. My, my previous. Okay. 15 years. You didn't have a previous marriage, though. I'm the only person I've really been married to. <laughs> and I was a virgin when I met you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so was I. You're ridiculous. All right. 15 okay. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, ADHD, just like yeah, you're saying. All right. But anyway, okay. um, yeah, a previous marriage and then a remarriage. And nobody goes into like, okay, I'm going to have one. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go for step. I want some stepkids. It just life happens. Storms come. People, I mean, it is what it is. And so now uh, the majority, I think, of marriages are ending divorce, prenups, whatever. So you're nine, I think, and your your younger sister. In my memory, I was eight, but it eight. was probably eight or because I was in third grade. Yeah, Cole was eight when we met. Okay. Okay. He had not turned nine yet. He was nine when we got married. Exactly. But eight and eight and five. Yep, yes. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, exactly. which blows my mind because yeah, yeah, we've been together eighteen years, and then add yeah, I mean it's close yeah. enough. I don't yeah. know, whatever it is. <laughs> so um, certainly, you're just a little dude, and and um, we're I think as tight as tight. I mean, you know what I'm saying. All of a sudden, um, I remember hard to even talk about, so probably won't talk about much. Going down into our little unfinished basement, sitting you down <laughs> on the couch and trying to explain why dad's got to go away. Yeah. And I was going to rehab. Yeah. And I said, will you be back? And I said, yes. Yeah. And then things happen when I'm in rehab and then the split becomes permanent and I, and I break my promise. Yeah. And so that's a memory. Ooh, that's a hard one if I focus much on it. So, I mean, you're, you're just a young guy and all of a sudden your world yeah. is rocked. I mean, I think, so they say that that's like, it's, I think I read some stat that it's the most powerful age for a person's life. If your parents get divorced when you're between like eight and 12, I think mm -hmm. is what they said. Mm -hmm. And it's because of what you just said. It's like, 
between that age, what's different from me and Lena is when you're eight years old, you have a concept of kind of what's going on, mm-hmm. right? You get old enough to know, like, I kind of like girls. And yeah. what does that turn into? Then you start thinking about your parents. Okay. They mm-hmm. liked each other. Mm-hmm. They got married. They had kids, mm-hmm. right? You can like conceptualize all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still don't really know how families or marriages work. You know, I'm eight years old. I think that my parents are my parents and we're going to do this for the rest of time. That's just what's in my head. Right. So when that moment happened, um, you know, of course it's sad. We don't need to like dive into that. But it was really just like I didn't know what was happening. You know, it was just like here's a wild chaos card. I'm playing the wild chaos draw four card. Deal with it. Yeah. You know, and so I'm getting two sides, you know, you're trying to explain, mom's trying to explain, none of it makes sense. How can it? <laughs> you know, like, what's up, y'all? We're just not going to do this. You guys figure, so you, figure it out. Yeah. We'll hang out when we can, yeah. you know, and that's just like, you know, for Lena, it was hard too, but Lena didn't even know, you know, she's no. five. She doesn't yeah. know what, like, yeah. she told yeah. me one time that um, she doesn't really have many memories of my first marriage, mm-hmm. you know, of us being in the house together. Because first five years, I've got some memories, three, four. But really, that's a big deal. I never thought about it from your stage. What were you going to yeah. say? <clears throat> Power Peace Project, we basically interrupt and redirect kids that are on a dangerous path. We want to keep kids in school, off the streets, out of the gangs, out of detention, so they can be in the free world where their dreams are and to grow old. So my thing was different because my I left my kids' dad when or father I should say when my youngest was four months old and then my oldest was two years old. Yeah. So there was no sitting down with them and talking. It was more like yeah. I got to flee. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's really what it was. I've got to flee. So they got you no know. memories of, of that that you went through, which we talked about what a couple weeks ago, just about the courage it took to get out of that, but. And then we've got, you know, what we were talking about. But let's, let's do this. This would be fun. I'm, I'm at the lowest point of my life, okay? I'm in a little loft on Marietta Square, still trying to, to convince you that I have money. And I'm broke, <laughs> broke, broke. And I'm still like, still not letting you know that I'm a drunken, right. fallen preacher. Kind of left that part out. Flex. Yeah, I am. I'm trying real hard to keep this good thing. <laughs> and, uh, and then we decided, okay, it's time to meet the kids. And so you come over, I think, one week. You're with us every weekend, you and Lena, eight and five, whatever we It was the day after Thanksgiving. That's when it was. That's when it was. It was the day after Thanksgiving. And I brought um, stuff to make Christmas cookies with Lena. Mm -hmm. Y'all were watching football. Um, And then, you know, I brought leftovers, too, from Thanksgiving. And then so the following week (laughs) when you had the kids, it was, Daddy, can you ask Miss Terry to come over so we can eat? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm excited because I think, she, boy, they really like her a lot. They want her again. And it's like, well, here's what's funny. And I got to do it. Do it. Throw me out of the bus. That's what we do. So, you know, during that period, you know, I still have love for my dad, but like, I'm weirded out by the situation. I'm not thinking about my pops being with another woman. You know, I'm like, well, but now they're single for the rest of their lives. You know, that's what my perspective is. So now I hear that, you know, I'm about to meet some new mom. And I'm like, screw that. Are you going to meet me? LOL. No, I'm not going to like this chick. Yeah. Like, who is this? Yeah. Right? That's what, that's my... Yeah. You know, how old was Little I? Little mind, eight, nine-year-old nine mind. You were eight at that, and, well, but then I brought food. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. So, you know, whenever we go over to Dad's on the weekend, it's just assumed that we're probably eating a lean cuisine. Or chunky soup. soup. Those two things. Soup or, you know, some cereal, yeah. like honey bunches of oats. Okay. I love the cereal. One of my best I, dishes. Yeah. <laughs> right. One of my best dishes. So, you know, I'm going into it. All right, let's see what this is all about. I'm totally ready to just not talk to you and let you try to figure out how to break my maze of a brain, right? <laughs> but then you bring out the food and I eat the food and I was like, damn, this was some really good 
<laughs> I was like, this has more flavor than any Thanksgiving food I've ever had. You know, my mom does not be making Thanksgiving food. <laughs> so now I'm like considering, I'm like, okay, maybe she has some value. You know, I could eat, start eating this food every weekend. Maybe this has, maybe there's some advantage here. Um, but yeah, I think it, I always laugh at that. And then the, the sleeping arrangements. So, oh, that so that hardwood floors, one bedroom, open loft, no doors. Mm -hmm. I don't think, not a yeah, door in the place, doors. right? Yeah. And um, tiny little place, but I guess it could have been cool if I was cool at the time, but I not, wasn't at all. And so, no bed for the kids. So, what do I do? I get an air mattress. All right, we're going to put it in a little foyer when you walk in. It's so small. And so, the, the, you, you want to talk about broke. Okay. It got a pinhole in it. I don't know how it got punctured, but it did. Mm -hmm. And so this went on. I mean, I, I don't know how much air mattress cost. Like $20. <laughs> I'm just, I'm embarrassing myself because why yeah, not? Rather. So anyway, I tuck them into bed at night, you know, and, and, uh, and they would you go. You tuck to, them in the air mattress would, at night. In, in air mattress, and they'd be nice. And then in the morning, they would be crumpled into a pile in the middle because almost all yeah. the air had come out. And I'd come on, get on up. And, and I don't know why. I don't know. I could have. <laughs> Panhandle. Lane is on top of me. <laughs> like my shoulders on like concrete. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, so anyway. But you know what's funny is like I'll listen to rap songs and they're like, I grew up sleeping on the floor and I'm like, me too. Dog. <laughs> Hard. Mean streets of Marietta. Yeah. Okay, so this wasn't part of the deal. Okay, no, we, we meet, no. and I don don Juan you, and then finally start kind of maybe getting a little more honest about who I am and who I'm not and all that stuff. And now all of a sudden, you've raised kids. They're out. You're out there oh, single yeah, for a decade. Oh, yeah, they're out. My, my, uh, my kids were grown and out. I mean, my oldest was in the Marine Corps already. My you youngest your was out of the house. Cool. I was making a six-figure income as a real estate agent. I could come and go as I please. You know, I traveled when I wanted yeah. to. And all of a sudden, I've got these kids that, you know, I love kids. I mean, I've always loved kids. But then I'm responsible for these kids, too, now. And I'm like, oh, I'm not so sure I'm, I'm, I'm liking this, you know? <laughs> and because yeah. it, it was every weekend. It wasn't like every other weekend. Could do that. It was... This is the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I do want to talk about, like, the difference. So, you know, obviously you both come in with two new stepkids. Yeah. I like that you just talked about the age thing, because we're young. We're kids. Yeah. You know, Hers like are 23 nine, and 22 nine and six, at the time. Ten and seven, like, we're mm -hmm. little kids. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, yours are in your 20s. So, 20, like, that's a completely 22. different, like, meeting stepkids experience. Yeah. So, I guess I'll ask you, like, what was it like when you met her stepkids. It's very interesting because um, I was in a very very insecure place in my life. Mm -hmm. A lot of shame, uh, failure, humiliation, you know, kind of a public fall from grace. Now all of a sudden I find life, you know, I always wanted to be at Terry's house. Didn't ever, I was wasting money even renting that place over there because I just started being there all you the time. You weren't going right? to be there without a ring on it. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> we should write a song about that. I don't I don't know, know, yeah, yeah, one. there is one. So, um, so anyway, and I meet these two, you know, 22, 23, and um, I, I guess I'm trying to kind of win them, impress yeah. them. But the interesting thing is um, Luna was more uh, private and I had to work Introvert. introverted and I, I did my best to kind of try to win her and um, but it, it, that was a, a little more challenging because I'm in a weird place and just it's a personality difference right and so it was it was me trying to figure out okay how do I do this and they've been down this rodeo before and yeah. now all of a sudden I'm the new guy that's showing up but then Justin I think is a little more we just Luna wasn't in the house a lot of the time when Justin was. He was in between tours, and we became kind of like party buddies. And drinking really buddies. Drinking buddies. Yeah, y'all were wine drinking buddies for yeah, sure. Yeah, until I quit, and mm -hmm. which was less than a year later. But mm -hmm. it but it uh, established yeah, this foundation. Was, that was easier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's been, shoot, almost 20 years, and so we've come a long way with, with Justin and Luna. But 
So how about you, though? What was the experience like, knowing that you were about to meet young kids that just well, went through a divorce? Well, I mean, when your dad and I started dating, I did not want to meet y'all because I knew I would, you know, become attached. Absolutely. Okay? And <clears throat> I didn't want to become attached to you guys, what, really, without a ring on it, truly. You know, and I didn't want y'all to be totally. come attached to me and go through, oh, dad's, dad's not awful. with another woman, you know. So um, we waited six months before I even even yeah. met the two of you. Um, and like I said, I always love kids. I always have. Um, so it, I went into it with open eyes and with a loving heart and all mm -hmm. that. Um, and my love for y'all grew. It wasn't yeah. difficult for my love for y'all to grow. And what was difficult was um, trying to get y'all to like me, you yeah. know. And I'm not a, I'm not, I'm the kind of person that you either like me or you don't, <laughs> kind of, kind of person, yeah. you know. Yeah. But for wanting, now it was easier with you, mm -hmm. much easier with you. I think any, you, the, yeah. we we have a close relationship, yeah. and it's harder for. A woman and a girl. I mean, you know, my relationship with my mother. I mean, yeah. I just think that's a, it is. for whatever it's like reason, it's harder for for a for a, a, a mother <clears throat> and a daughter. Yeah. It's a, it's very complicated. Um, no matter how old you are, totally. you know. But um, the more I fed y'all, the more y'all <laughs> liked me. <laughs> but I, I with. Um, <laughs> Because it was easier, I mean, on the weekends, we're watching sports. We're outside, you know, playing ball, and we're doing things, and then you and Lena are doing more little girly things. I didn't do a good job with that because it was, um, that that affected Lena a lot, kind of felt left out. And, you know, that was, I look back on it now, it's either hindsight, you know, 2020, boy, here's what I would do. But it was, you do the best you can totally. in a situation that you've never taken a course on. Nobody's ever taught you well, how to do it. Well, and the truth of the matter is, really, um, that was also one of the things that made it difficult for me and Lena because I'm not a girly girl. I yeah. never have been no, a girly girl. Yeah. I'm more of a tomboy. You kind of to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, I wanted to drink my beer and watch football. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but Lena didn't. So, Lena, um, it's it's really funny because Lena is not a prissy little girl now. She's completely different, you yeah. know. Well, but she was, uh, then, she, was she was prissy, you know. Yeah. I mean, had to, everything had to be done. Right. Oh, every her so hair had, had to be done girl. just right. Yeah. Her fingernails had to be painted, and I'm like, I don't even paint my fingernails. Yeah. You know what's going on with that? Um, and and here's a funny story. So when your dad asked me to marry him. Um, I said, well, have you asked my kids? And he's like, no. And I said, well, you need to ask yeah. my kids, you know? And I did. So he did. But, um, and I wanted Lena, obviously, to be in the wedding. I wanted her to be, you know, so her and I went dress shopping, and I had not even bought my dress yet. And the dresses that she were that she was picking out to wear were like four and five hundred dollars. I'm like, she had good taste. I'm like, uh, yes, she had an amazing taste. I'm like, ah, uh -uh, this isn't yeah, happening. She's six. You she's know, like, she's mm. six. I want a five hundred dollar dress. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, but she's not like that anymore uh, at all. Yeah. You know. So, so kind of shifting gears. One one of the challenges um, with uh, divorce and remarriage, or two single parents, you know, whatever is the information flow. And everybody goes into a marriage saying, no, we're gonna have a great relationship, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna co-parent, you know, you know the right thing to say. And then life happens and no divorce is easy. You know, no divorce is nice and clean and easy and we're just best friends. I'd, I mean, some people are like, man, I'm best friends. And I'm like, God bless you, man, I, I didn't figure it out. And I just, I look at my, my faults in that. But anyway, with a lack of information on you know, well, you came home today. You just mean like you just mean life. Yeah, life happens. Lack of information on your kids' lives. That's it. Is what you're talking. So about. you come home and you've had a bad day. I don't know that. Yeah. You know, Lena's going through. And you mom's know. not going to tell you that is what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I get you know suspended from school. Yeah. If I don't tell you, then I don't know. You know, and, and mom we don't doesn't know. choose to tell you. Yeah. High school, it's amazing. Yeah, because here's the thing. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday helping their kids. People call me with, you know, kids are in trouble. And, and I say that is Cole and Lena, they made straight A's. You don't really think any, uh, hey, they're making A's. I'm talking about A's, A's. 
And until you both cause a little bit of trouble, it's like you're not causing trouble. I'm not getting calls. I'm not going to the thing. But I don't know the day in, day out of how, how are they feeling? What are they yeah. struggling with? He was angry tonight. Why is that? She looks depressed. What's happening? Is there drug and alcohol use? I didn't see the red blurry eyes at the end of the day. Yeah. And to my fault again, I wasn't sharing everything that I felt with them with you. I was kind of, I don't know what I was doing, trying to protect. It was a weird time. I'm trying to build a new relationship. I failed miserably at the first one. I'm trying to make sure that you guys like each other. Yeah. So I'm kind of just. Well, you're like guarding the positivity. There it is. Right? You're That's like what I'm trying keeping to say. everything in line because conflict and like dealing with the tough stuff is tough. So it's like, I feel that. Like, you don't want to take this burden that's technically your life and bring it into your new relationship yeah, with your it's own complicated. kids. But the funny thing, though, about <clears throat> that is that it makes it worse. Totally. I mean, it totally. was so much worse not knowing what was, you know, no one telling me what was going on. Or, you know, you're picking up Lena and you're having to take her to the emergency room because she's, she's got, um, you know, tonsillitis or, or strep, strep throat. Um, nobody's telling me what kind of medicine to give her, you know, nothing, right? Or the same thing with you. You know, you've hurt your leg. Nobody's telling me. <laughs> nobody's telling me, you know, that you've got a basketball game or that Lena, you know. So there was no flow of information the way that there should have been, which made our relationship worse. Yeah. Okay? And not just because, coming from her, but right. from me to you too. Right, so. right. Well, well, that's what I mean, yeah. from you to me too. I yeah. mean, you know, it should have been... From your mom to you, yeah. from you to me, because well, that's whole, the whole circle, right? It's a whole web because, you know, I'm involved too. Right. And here's one thing that, you know, let's get to the meaty stuff. Do here. it. But I think one of the most challenging things growing up for me um, and has been kind of a thorn in my side for trust. Mm. Like if I could say one of the biggest trust issues I have is not from divorce. Yeah. It's not from like backstabbing and stuff that came later. But what it was for me was I would hear two completely opposite sides of the same story. Mm. Yeah. So who do you believe your dad or your mom? Yeah. Because they're both telling you that the other one's wrong. Mm -hmm. So when I hear that enough times, all it took was two to three times for me to be like, guess what? I don't play this game. Y'all figure it out and y'all don't talk. So yeah. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to believe. I don't give. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what your side and, of the story the, is. Keep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm living my life. I'm a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you not know? what I I wanted. I wanted that full full yep. circle of exactly. communication because I wanted the best for y'all. You know, yeah. and and also because you because I didn't have that full circle of communication. You, you get into the area of discipline, right? Absolutely. I mean, there were ways Absolutely. that I felt that you and Lena should have been disciplined. Yep. You know, things that y'all should have been taught. You mm -hmm. take your plate to the, yeah. you know, you help clean up and, you know, all those things. So, it, so that um, created a resentment, mm -hmm. but not resentment towards you and Lena, but yeah. resentment towards your dad. Understandably, you know, and it yeah. was. I mean, I've done a lot of work over all these years on shame, yeah. and there's volumes of information out there. But shame is so destructive because it goes to your identity. It's mm -hmm. not like, man, I'm guilty about some of the choices I made. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, it's like that can change you. Guilt can lead you to not doing things anymore. Shame is. I'm not feeling bad about what I did. I'm feeling bad about who I am. Mm -hmm. And at that time in my life, I was so hurt over what I had done to screw everybody up that I was trying to manage everybody well, you know what I'm saying, including your mom, and try to figure out, okay, how do we do this? And so I'm protecting things, which is, it doesn't work. Shame-based parenting made me more of the, I just want to be the dad that, that they have a good time with. I, exactly. I want them to love me and like me. I want them to accept, you know, my, my new wife. And so I was too easy. You know what I'm saying? I remember, and I say things that just kind of embarrass me a little bit, but it is what it is. Hopefully somebody out there is like, damn, I'm doing that too. <laughs> is I remember, I can remember it like this. You were sitting at the bar, you and Lena. I'm cleaning the kitchen like I always did. And then I'm like, hey, 
y'all mind doing this? And you said this as a freaking 12-year-old or 14, maybe, something like that. It's like, dad, you're the dad. Like, tell us what the freak to do. You did that. And it, and it, yeah, and it, I was just like, oh, man, I'm crushed. I ain't doing anything good. You know what I'm saying? It was hard, but it was necessary for me to go through. And luckily, you guys both turned out awesome, but I didn't make <laughs> it easy. Well, you know, the, for me, it was, it, was, I, it was different in a lot of ways because you didn't know who you were, right? And I did know who I was. I had been by myself for a long time, mm-hmm. and I was perfectly yeah. capable of running a household, of making my money, you know, uh, of yeah. raising kids and all that. I'd, been, I'd done that. And, and being um, by myself for a long time allowed me to really know who totally. I was, yeah. you know? Which I dug about you. That's right. what drew me to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but, yeah. I mean, I do want to speak to, just because I can relate to, so, like, to it so much, and I feel like a lot of people can, but um, that insecurity is this waterfall of, like, destruction. Mm. Because... When you don't believe in yourself or don't have any confidence in the decisions that you're making, and I think that's the biggest part, is you second guess every decision you're making. Totally. So you don't go with your gut. You don't think about things logically. You start to go the route of what's going to be the easiest way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm anxious today. I feel insecure. The easiest way is for me to lay down on this couch and watch a movie. Instead of going to this birthday party that I told everyone I was going to go to. Mm. And what does that turn into? Like, lack of trust? Mm-hmm. Lack of relief? You know? So it's like, if you're too insecure to deal with the conflict, then one, you're never growing. Yeah. Which is why I think that you and my mom are actually really similar. Is because you were single with two kids for a long time and you had to figure your stuff out. No one was helping you. You know, you learn who you are when you have to solve all your own problems, mm-hmm. right? And same with uh, mom. It's like we grew up together, but I got to see the stress that, you know, she had to deal with with having two kids and not knowing what to do and working a job, you know, mm-hmm. not having enough money to buy food sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, like, and, but that is what's so weird about this whole like discipline versus like friend thing is you know there were long periods of time I didn't like mom she pissed me off she was my probation officer at home you know it's Saturday morning she's vacuuming at 8 a.m. in my room Mm -hmm. so that I wake up and clean the bathroom Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that was more of our relationship so I think that's one of the reasons why we would come over And, you know, it wasn't until you started to get on us. Hey, guess what? I just cooked you dinner for four hours. Why aren't you cleaning the kitchen? Mm -hmm. You know, it's those thoughts where I'm like, And I'm running around. I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know know what I'm saying? Yeah, which was completely. The fun dad will do all the stuff because we're we're on vacation this weekend. Which takes, say that and then I'll. I'll No, because I brought my kids up differently. I mean, by the time they were eight years old, they were cleaning the kitchen after I cooked. You know, it was just instilled in them. Whether they do it now, no, I'm kidding. But, but, um, you know, I I always felt like you have to, um, especially for a single parent, you've got to instill that discipline in them. And, like, for me, because their father wasn't in the picture at all. I mean, you you and Lena had your dad. Absolutely. You, he may not have been there physically every no, day, but, but he y'all talked with, every yeah. single day. And your dad would come over there to take Lena to the dentist and go Absolutely. to your basketball game and all that. So Justin and Luna's father was not involved at all. So yeah. I was the father and the mother yeah, and the friend and the you know yeah. the everything. So I really had to instill those yeah. disciplines in them. And you did. Um, so information flow, shame-based parenting, trying to be the, you know, the great dad on the weekend. From your side, um, that made it easier for you to play both sides, maybe pit us against one another, maybe share this with that, not with that. 
And then on top of that, we're living in a day and age where it's like, shoot, if I'm too hard on them, they might hurt yeah. themselves. And parents are dealing with that today. It's like a kid's like, we're, we're in a place where we're scared to death. And it's like, man, if I come down hard, I might get a call, phone call, worst day of my life. And so, I don't know, kind of yeah. speak to that. I mean, I want to speak to the, the latter half first, because I think that's more important. Okay. But, um, geez, like, we live in such a fragile world. Um, it makes me angry. You know, I'm a hot-headed dude. I'm passionate about things. I like kicking my own ass and kicking ass. I like the hard shit, you know? So I feel like I'm much more rub, rub some dirt on it, especially in this world. I get in trouble for not being thoughtful enough or being too aggressive. You know, like anytime I'm passionate, it's you're being aggressive. You might hurt, so, you know? I'm always walking on eggshells, everyone is. But I think as a parent, like you just said, it's not easy because these kids grow up and they're really smart. They have access to the internet from day one. So they actually know way more than you did yep. when right. you were that yep. age. Yep. And so one thing they know, which I'm not you know, shaming or calling anybody out, it's just a reality, is like you said, it's easy to play the victim card. Play it. See, oh, you're, you're gonna punish me because I got suspended or I got caught smoking weed? I'm depressed and I might do something about it how about you take me shopping? Yeah. Right? How about you let me play my video games yeah. that you grounded me from? Yeah. Or am I, like you said, or I might See, do something crazy. It, it's so funny because I couldn't be a parent in today's <laughs> world. I don't think I could because well, there are, are things that there are, yeah, yeah, but I mean, with little ones, bringing somebody up all the way from the, We'd get canceled. you know, because, because I'd get canceled. I'd get in so much trouble because let me tell you, I don't, I'm, I've probably told you this story. But my kids were in middle school, and only 15 months mm -hmm. apart, right? And I get a call at work from um, my teacher, you know, Luna's teacher saying that, you know, is she okay? She's not in class today. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she's not in class today. And I'm like, okay, can you check and see if Justin, my mm. oldest, is in class? And she goes, yeah, he's not here either. And then I'm like, okay, they're yeah. skipping school. Yeah. So I call my next door neighbor, Tammy, and I said, um, can you go next door and see if the kids are there? And she goes, sure. She knocks on the door and she hears Luna and Justin and Michael, which was the, you know, the neighbor boy a few, few streets over, saying, don't open the door, don't open the door. You know? <laughs> um, so, so Tammy tells me that they're there and I'm like, okay, all right. So how am I gonna deal with this, right? Yeah. And what I did, we lived in Powder Springs at the time. What I did is I called the city jail. I called the Powder Springs City Jail. And I said, hey, my kids are skipping school so today. Good. I want to teach them a lesson yeah. not to skip school anymore. Yes, can I bring them down to the jail and y'all scare the hell out of them? <laughs> they said, yeah, we so can good. do that. We and I said, that. okay. So I pulled For up in truancy. the driveway. Awesome. I pulled up in the driveway, hung in the horn, hung in the horn. You know, they run out there. You know, yeah. they know at this point yeah. that I know, yeah. you yeah. know, because Tammy says, your mom knows now. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, get in the car, get in the car. We got to go down the Powder Springs jail. Why, why, why do we have to do that? Because this is truancy. It's against the law for y'all to skip yeah. school. Y'all know they can really take y'all away from me, right? They, they, they can do house. that. So we got to go. So I pull in Powder Springs, so you know, jailhouse, and they get in there, you know, and they're talking to him, and there's a guy in jail going, you, y'all need to stay in school, make sure you stay in school, or you're going to end up here, you know? <laughs> he's, he's the you got scared <laughs> straight going <laughs> and then you, So those are the kinds of things so I did as a parent, because, yeah. you know, so I would get canceled out big and then time she's, today. Then she's married to me, and I'm like, y'all aren't in school? Want to go to a movie? It's so like you got, you know, so, well, go to the pokey, you go to a movie. That's what's funny about this, because going back to playing both sides, um, you know, if I didn't want to tell you something, you didn't have to know. You know, like the school would call, I changed my parent guardian <laughs> contact info to my phone. So no one got the calls. You know, I literally went into the office, hey, I think I lost my emergency contact or something. Can I fill that out? You know, I mean, you know yeah, how, I, how I work. Yeah. The worm. Pretty easy. The worm. Yeah. So 
just a great example of something that like I didn't tell you that you didn't have to know about. Yeah. Senior year. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Justin and Luna for skipping. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I made straight A's. Uh, I was really cool with all my teachers. You know, I, I was great at making teachers love me. So I would cut deals with my teachers at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I can, I'll, I'm, I'm a rat one out. Miss <laughs> Pruitt, love her, amazing woman. But uh, she was after my like fifth period lunch, which is close to the end of the day. So I only had two classes after that. One was like PE, the other was her class, right? So I nail my first two tests and I'm like, screw it, I'm going to make a deal. So I walk up to her after class. She loves me. And I'm like, all right, listen, I have lunch the period before this. I usually skip during lunch. Like, I literally come back here to be a part of your class, but I don't want to. (laughs) Like, I can read all of this material. You know, clearly I'm smart enough for these tests. I'm going to take the AP exam. I'll get a five. This will help your reputation as a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I say, are you cool with me not coming sometimes? I'll always be here for any quiz, any test. Um, She's like, we do have pop quizzes. I'm like, I'll be here for them. She's like, okay, yeah. I don't know what you do in your free time, right? So I would leave every single day at fifth period, right? Lunchtime, I'm out. Take whatever buddies want to go smoke, I'm gone. You know, I'm, I'm at home at like 12.30, skipping school, mm-hmm. smoking with my friends, mm-hmm. right? So one day, sure enough, you play the game long enough, game, <laughs> the game's going to win, right? game always wins. I'm leaving the senior lot, and I see one of the football coaches standing at the block, and I'm like, oh, crap. Like, he's going to ask me for my pass, and I have a fake one. But it's one of the coaches that I like. So I'm like, honestly, he'll probably be chill about it. So I'm like, what's up, coach? He's like, what's up, man? Where are you going? I'm like, um, this doctor? Right? You know, like, I don't have an excuse loaded for that. He's like, you got a pass? I'm like, yeah. He's like, bro, this is fake. I'm like, yeah, like, what's up? You know? He's like, I'm going to need you to park, and I'm going to take you to Siegfried. And oh, I was like, Siegfried. What? I remember Siegfried. Yeah. I said, wait, actually, like, I thought he was joking. <laughs> I'm like, I, he's like, no, nah, I need you to like back up, go park. I was like, what is happening? Like he must've been having a bad day, right? So he'd take me to the vice principal. He was like the, he was cracking down. He loved his job, ruining kids' days. <laughs> uh, Ferris Bueller's day off. Yeah, literally. So I go into his office and he's like, why skipping? Well, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Therefore I leave. He's like, well, let's look up your attendance record. And I'm like, like, I know that they track attendance for every class. So he turns over on his rolly chair and, like, looks it up. And he looks back at me and he goes, you've missed 120 days Whoa. of class over the past uh, two years. Like, Did you know that? Like, full days. Oh, of course not. You know, yeah. I didn't go to this a is full fresh. day of school. <laughs> yeah, a whole full day of school. I at least miss one class. Every day. 120 days. It was like half the semester for two years in a row. He got, and it was right at the beginning of this year, my senior year. He said, you have restricted lunch for the rest of the year, which meant that there was no skipping lunch. I had to go and sit in a room that was silent and do work for an hour. And I had to do that for the rest of the school year. So it sucked. But I say all that to say, you didn't know about that. No. I didn't have to tell you that I got restricted lunch or I got like in no. trouble. None of it. You should spank them now. Like you <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're restricted. You cannot do anything for the next 120 right. days. It's called restorative justice. That's see, it. see, and that's that's really funny. I always had my thumb down on the on the kids. Like, you know, one day I walk in the garage and I see this bat in Justin's car. And I'm like, I know what he's doing that bat. Not a little bat, big bat. You know, it's a it's a baseball bat. I know <laughs> what he's doing with that bat. I know because uh, I did it, right? I mean, boxes. I didn't do it myself, but I was in the car with guys doing it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so he's I walk back in. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I walk back in. I'm like, hey, what are you?
What are you doing with that bat in your car? Oh, uh, no, no, no. We, we, we went through the ball. <laughs> no, you didn't. I know what you're doing with that yeah, bat. You're like restricted. Get that daggum bat. Yeah. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> So I so that's why I think uh, that that God I did the things that I did when I was a kid that were not good yeah. that I didn't want my kids doing but I knew I had that instinct you know with um, what they were what was going on and you know nature nurture is like you're sitting there telling that story and I'm like well I mean you come by it honest it's like you know learning to, to Work the system, yeah. charming, which is you know yeah. manipulative. That was my whole thing. I, I I you know work with kids all the time, and it's like you got the rebels, like the world try to stop me, and then you got the the ones that kind of fly under the radar, mm -hmm. and and that was me. I I mastered the game, which really hurt me in my later years because I I skated out of trouble. Yeah, oh, I mean so many times because I was good at it and yeah. then you know you reap he, what you sow he didn't figure out that he wasn't such a good guy until not too long ago. i know, you know I, was, I mean he, apparently they, they broke into the school and turned everything upside yeah, down and like put it frame. on the ceiling that's and stuff you know frame. it was yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 walton high school but you know we live in a different day and age because we literally it was all the jocks you know football basketball and everything and um you know we we got up we left the window open during the school and then we met at midnight in the right spot, and we walked a long way to Walton. We had this whole thing, and then uh, we <laughs> we get into school, and it was a pod. It was like big long wings and pods, and and we took literally every chair in the whole building. We brought them to the middle and stacked them to the ceiling until they were like that. And then we chained all the doors locked, and See, then we that, left out the window. That makes me sad because like you couldn't do that these days. That's what right, I'm saying. Right, you know right, what my right, right, right. So the next day, do so they don't get to have school the next day because yeah. the doors are all locked from the inside. <laughs> and so from anyway, that next time it start, they start calling Mark McCorder, come to the Mike Travis, come yeah. to the Kit Cummings, and I, we're going, somebody dropped on. And so we go to the principal and he's just like, really? I mean, come on, fellas. We had to pick up trash for the rest of the day around the school. And we didn't even do that. We went to the dumpster and put all the trash in and then just kind of chilled. That was our punishment. What would happen today? Yeah, you'd be like kicked out Charges. of Charges. We got yeah. kids in yeah. juvenile yeah, court who did the same thing and they're under felony yeah. supervision. That's insane. It, yeah. it is. It it's is. Insane. It's It's to the point to where... Um, you can't let a kid be a kid. I mean, there are certain things that kids are just going to do. I mean, it, it just is. Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many things that my kids did that I laughed at behind their back. I didn't, you know, they get in trouble and all that in front of me. I disciplined them. And then they'd go away and I'd go in the bathroom and just laugh. You know? <laughs> I mean, because, you know. Oh. I mean, and then there's funny things that, um, so Justin... He decided, you know, senior year, he was going to quit school. Okay. All right. Good. Fine. Quit school. Fine. Fine. Okay, good. The next morning, I go in there, <clears throat> you know, like pull the covers off of it. What, what are you doing? I, I, I quit school. I don't have to go. I'm like, oh, I know you don't have to go to school. But here's what you're going to do today. You're going to get up and you're going to dig a ditch all the way around the house that's about two feet deep. And you're going to start applying all the termite liquid around the around the house. That's what you're going to do today. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what you're going to do boat. today. You don't want to go to school? Fine. This is this is what you're going to do. How many days did it take? It took him a day. And then he's back in school. Yeah, back in school. <laughs> you you know, said, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. That's hysterical. So, but but, but it works. I think parents are scared to do they those are. kinds of things today. They are. Right, you know, but there are certain things that you. That it's a different way of getting your kids' attention, because with Justin him being on restriction, it, that never worked. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he could have cared less, right? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't care. Um, do you have a? Cause I've got a question. Advice, yeah. but you've also got some cool I'm things just, too. I got, you know, I'm good at this. You're good. I got things loaded up. Okay, cool. Okay, right, we, go for it. Okay, so yeah. You go first. No, no, no. Okay, so yesterday I get a um, wonderful people, known for a long time. They have um, two sons, and they happen to be twins. And they're starting to, they're good kids, right? And um, a lot of good question asking, kind of getting a good feel. But um, it's, it's what kids are doing nowadays. It's, it's the weed situation. 
And then it's the little, you know, shoplifting here and there, starting to get in a little bit of trouble, whatever. And so they're like, what do we do? And so give some advice, advice to, to parent. a parent about a 17-year-old that is, is getting into, it's not like, you know, dangerous, but it can be, you know. But, I mean, how do, how do you handle a kid that was doing, like, what you are? Yeah, so were. this is advice for, like, the average kids that's doing this. Like yeah. you said, you know, it could get dangerous. Yeah, but it isn't. You know, I grew up in Gwinnett, and, like, people were getting shot over a drug deal that yeah. I knew. You yeah. know, like, wait, what? I thought that only happened. You know, it could yeah. happen. So, sure. but disregard that. Right. That's the, like, 1% to 2%. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I would say if they're 17 in high school, it's actually more effective to go ahead and get in trouble when you're young. So I think about myself, y'all didn't know that I smoked weed until I got arrested. I mean, you knew, but that was like a month before I got arrested yeah. with weed in my car. Mm -hmm. My mom didn't know that I smoked until the cops called her mm -hmm. and told her that I got arrested for weed. At she had no 17, food. maybe? 17 okay. was how old You're at Gwinnett County Jail, no joke. Exactly. But I say that to say, that course corrected my life. As I'm on probation, I thought about, my friends are dumbasses. Are they going to go to college? Half of them are dropped out of high school. Mm -hmm. These are the kids that I'm hanging out with. Mm -hmm. I got screwed. I saved all their asses. Mm -hmm. I didn't rat on 10 you, people that you were didn't, with me. You I took, took it. all the blame. Mm -hmm. yep, you took right? It. But it was that moment where I'm like, what am I thinking about my life? What mm -hmm. am I doing? Mm -hmm. So I say that to say it's good to get in trouble and try all the dumb stuff when you're in high school because it's not going to affect the rest of your life. When I got to college, I knew how dumb I could be. Right? I had more awareness of what to do partying. Oh, I shouldn't take those drugs. Those drugs hurt people. Those drugs kill people. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want your random ecstasy pill. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. I have more awareness of those things. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But my biggest advice is like, you're not going to have a one percenter kid that doesn't try weed in high school. Like, I feel like that was like the girls that didn't sleep with a guy until 25 and they got married in Greece. Because their yeah. dad is the owner and CEO of Coca-Cola. You know, like, those are the kids that don't try the weed. They, they still try the weed. I thought it was funny when you're like, the high school quarterback smokes all the time with his friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I think this whole, like, weed is definitely a gateway drug. But, like, it's because people are curious. Yeah. It's not the drugs. We're curious. Mm -hmm. When you try something that affects the way you feel. Yeah. It's awesome. It's new. You want more of it. So it's not the end of the world if your kid is smoking weed. Yeah. Sure. Should you punish him? Is it like more of a principle thing? Like we told you not to do it and you're sneaking around. I think that's super disciplinable. Disciplinable. You know, I don't know if that's a word, but it is. You yeah. know, feel free to discipline. Because the parents that didn't, I got friends who their parents were cool as hell in high school. But those kids work at Arby's right now still in Swanee. Yeah. Right? yeah. Which is no shot at working at Arby's. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they never went back to school. They're calling me now like, hey, bro, how can I stop being a valet? Like, what should I do? You yeah. know, those are questions. So I, uh, my advice is like, just have more trust and faith in your kids. It takes time to grow up. It's not the end of the world. Don't be a hypocrite. I don't mean, be the, hypocrite. don't be a hypocrite. Okay, so <clears throat> I think for my generation, I, honestly, I can't name a single person <laughs> that I grew up with in high school that didn't smoke weed. I mean, I can't yeah. name a single person. And then you and get away from the right, right? Accessible. Oh, are you that kidding me? Accessible? Oh my gosh, I want a Robin's. It was so accessible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything. Quaaludes, okay? Yeah. I mean, anything. you know, anything. Acid, anything. Yeah. So I don't know a single person that I went to high school with that did not smoke weed, mm -hmm. including football players and yeah, cheerleaders anybody. and the debutantes. So <laughs> don't be a hypocrite with your kid. That, I think. I yeah. think when um, you are being a hypocrite with your kid, your kid sees right through that. Absolutely. And it's like, 
why should I listen to you, right? So you got to think of a different way, you know, yeah. something unique, the that, unique things. That was the talk yesterday. And a quick disclaimer, we teach teens not to smoke weed. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> We're just saying, don't be hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. an underdeveloped brain. We've got Tony, the expert, you know, yeah. pop team who teaches, yeah. you know, court-mandated drug and alcohol. We're going to hear from you in a second. But yeah. anyway, I want parents okay, that are watching. Do you want to that joint now? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, it's like we do not. One of the dream killers we talk about is drug and alcohol abuse and where it can take you. And I'm the master chief mm -hmm. knucklehead. Um, but anyway, without going into the long, detailed conversation, and this couple's awesome and their kids are awesome, I said, here are some of the things that are working with us in the courts and the juvenile detention is, one, incentive is much more powerful than yeah. punishment, although you've got to have boundaries, consequences, very important. Incentive is left out a lot of times. Agreements are more powerful than rules. You've got to get the other person involved. The rule is like me, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah. But if we have an agreement on, okay, here's what happens. This happens, here's the consequence, da-da-da-da-da. Restorative justice is huge. And then I tell them what we do in the juvenile courts. First offense, you've got to write a thinking report. I want to hear the trail of thought from, I think I'll get high, yeah. all the way to when you inhale, what was going on in your mind, because you know you're under a felony, and this is going to get you more jammed up with the judge. Yeah, so I want, I, like to, I want to hear yeah, you. Explain and then secondly, second offense is, I need you to write me a report on cannabis use and how it affects the teenage brain. And I want you to do a presentation in front of the court. All right, now we're going to try to get a little information in them. And then third offense, all right, Joker, we're putting an ankle monitor on you, and you're going to sit down for 21 days, house arrest. And so I kind of showed him how it's graduated consequences with a freaking plan. Like you yeah. want them to learn from it. And I said, and the biggest thing, and they knew this was the lying. Okay, if you want to go I mean, go to the line for that. and talk about yeah. the why, not just the what. Totally. Right? Yeah, we told you not to do something. You snuck around. That's what the yeah, conversation your choice. should be. Mm -hmm. Unless they don't have a job and they're doing nothing with their life. Well, I, I it's think... it's probably the weed that <laughs> kills their motivation. Kills their motivation but dreams, true. I think one of the <laughs> things that um, was powerful for me, especially being a single parent, was my house was the house everybody came to. Yeah. I mean, everybody which was, which everybody was came house. to our, to She was never there until 8. Well, no, I was there. Yeah. I was yeah. present. So, but our house was always the house. I welcomed all the kids coming in. You know, there yeah. were there were kids coming in from high school that were um, thinking, you know, that their sexual gender, what they, you know, yeah. what they wanted to be, and parents were kicking them out at, oh, you know, the yeah. age of 16, but they were coming to me telling me, you know, yeah. and so I always wanted that kind of relationship where it was open. open enough to where they could come to me and tell me, or they came to me when they were getting in trouble, or they knew that they did something, yeah. and it wasn't that there weren't consequences, because there were yeah. consequences, but it was a open communication household, big, right? And, and I could see what they were doing, exactly. you know? And who. And who they, who were, they hanging were hanging with. with. I didn't also, know. You know. They were more, they were more open to sharing their life with you, which made it easier to deal with these things and handle things. Exactly. Like if you don't have that relationship with your kids, like you said, an agreement. Oh, you chose to tell me this. Yeah. So there is reward in that. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing this. You didn't have to. Yeah. Right. Right? As opposed to, I'm too scared to talk to my parents about it. They're going to kill me for this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to tell so them. So I'll hide it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's always the cops that call your parents when they figure it out. That's it. Right? So I do, I think that's the best conclusion. So you go where you want to go before we wrap, and then I'm going to ask. <laughs> Tony gets to ask the last question. <laughs> so I wanted to play a game. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. I love how vulnerable and honest we get, but I, you know, we're funny too. Let's have some fun. Okay. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Enough teaching and learning. Right? Yeah, yeah. The therapy session is over. So I wanted to play a game that's called I call it Pick a Family Member. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask some questions, and then I want you guys to give both give an answer. Okay, I'll give my answers too. Okay. But we're gonna have to pick a family member from a certain situation. Now, do we leave? The, do, do we can't go to the obvious one like her? You can. Okay. Gotcha. Anybody in our family is. Okay. Fair enough. For, fair enough. For okay. The answer. 
All right, so who is the family member that you would choose to take with you on a deserted island? You can only pick one. Okay, so I am going to have to say Justin. And I, I mean, the, the, and I mean, there's reasons for that. It's, yeah. you know, there's reasons for that. But if we're on a deserted island, yeah. right, I he's want... He's a combat veteran. He's a combat veteran. You know, he's he going to kill things and he's going to scrounge for food and he's going to... Forage. You know, he, yeah. he is. I mean, you know, Absolutely. yeah. So, now, he's so, the best one to take. Now, right. That doesn't mean you don't get to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the same answer. Yeah, that mine is Justin. No, so I'm agreeing with you. And I, you got to go with the first one. You can't okay, think yeah, it through right, when right. the other one's answering. Right. But the reason it would be you is because mm. you manage me all the time. Yeah. It's like with my hey, fascinating brain. A, I can't have instant with Justin. That's going to be an issue on a desert. But I just want to survive. Just saying. It's probably going to be. Right. Easier to cuddle. Yeah. You pick Justin because you know I'm not even the Home Depot guy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know. I mean, you know. But I'm, and I don't say this just because I'm getting brownie points, but I'm, I really believe I'm lost without you. So I'd just be on the island and be like, I got nobody to talk to. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. And Justin don't want to talk like that all the time. That's so. Perfect segue like, though. The next one would be the worst person to take on. Oh, Everybody's gonna be the worst take on the dessert. Uh, like, wait, how do I break the coconut open? Uh, <laughs> Michael, I'm getting depressed. I need some time. Oh, okay, yeah. I just have to admit, this. Oh, I can't. Even, I can't. I'm not even mad. <laughs> I'm not even mad at you. All right. So next one. Um, I like this debate question. Okay. All right. Who would win in a fight? Me and Lena versus Justin and Luna. In a debate? No, in a fight. To in the a death. fight? Okay. Yeah, a physical fight to the death. Wait a minute. Are we, you and Lena are fighting each other? No, me and Lena as a pair. Oh. Versus Justin and Luna as oh. a pair. Oh, if you're fighting <laughs> Justin and Luna? Yeah. Yeah, two on two. Two on two, two v two. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> Changed the whole thing. It's a That's great a great question. Golly, I mean. It's hard. And we got the new Br okay, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, that, that's right. That's right. And Lena is scrappy. That's what I was saying. Lena is scrappy, so scrappy. Because I feel like Justin. I Justin will like just Justin, shoot you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if there's weapons, it's done immediately. Done. Short, just short fight. Just teasing, just teasing, just teasing. Justin, you know, Justin's strong. He's a, I feel like we would have a good fight. I, I feel do. like Justin might win. It'd be close, though. Yeah, well, you it's going to be good because you got close. no quit it, it, and you're not afraid so of pain. Yeah. It would so, be so close, and I've never, ever but seen think, Luna fight. I think ever. Luna would be a scrap. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah, would, that be would be the best be, Yeah, that would be because <laughs> Luna's so much bigger than yeah. Lena, too. So, I, I mean, that'd be. split decision. Yeah. Justin. I'm going to tell this one quick because it's <laughs> yeah, freaking the, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm early on in the relationship. I'm still drinking. We're sitting <laughs> at our bar at, at our house. Justin's there. We're so cool. He's waiting on us to get home every day because we're going to drink wine all night and tell stories, have fun. So we're sitting at the bar, side by side, and Justin's right here, kind of just, you know, and we're just talking and talking and talking. And I think I've probably had a little too much. And so they're trying to get old Blabbermouth to shut up for a minute. And so he comes around and jokingly kind of gets me in a, a rear naked choke, kind of playing around. And I'm like, do it. I don't care. You think I, I can take whatever you want. And he just kind of cinches it. And the next thing I know, I'm on the floor. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm, yeah. I wake up and they're talking about whatever they're talking about. And I'm trying to figure out, I just lost time. Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. And I yeah. don't know what's happening. It's not like they were laughing about it. It's like, Got you. They're just like, oh, yeah, they just moved on. Yeah, yeah, up. we just, just moved like, on. Justin, he Justin literally him put out. me to sleep. Justin which him out. I, I got gained a lot of respect for him in that moment. <laughs> I'm being honest. That's what he did to his stepdad. <laughs> I put him to sleep. Joked him out. Oh, All right, yeah. last one. You got revenge. What? Yeah, honestly, I do. I have to avenge yeah. that yeah. that sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I'm gonna yeah. have to melatonin, Justin. Yeah. I got it. I yeah. like it. I like yeah. it. Melatonin. <laughs> All right, last one. Person in the family that would do the best 
in a political race for president. Oh. I'm not talking about that they win and just they the, are the just president. The best. Who gets the furthest? Your, your dad. I mean, you. Honey, I think you would. And actually, I mean, you know, it's really possible that you could be city councilman now or, you know, mayor or, you know. I, I, I really agree. think so. Would you say? You've, you, yeah. You've got that. Um, I agree. You're, you're so non You're not judgmental on anything. Yeah. You know, and you love everybody so much that you see them in the way that God sees them. And I think, man, maybe you ought to start running because that's what we need right now. Somebody now, in this world that's going to be like my, that. Here's my edge. Before we throw it to you. My edge is on a debate stage, they start throwing dirt and go, I got a podcast. I already came out on that, bro. It's like there's no skeletons in the closet. Where are they going to go? Facts. I got nowhere to go. No, it's just I like, can think of No, you're skeletons. right. I did that. As a matter of fact, and they make a good point. I'll say, that's a great point. You got me on that one. Yeah. Next. And it's like, we don't have politicians that would do that. I, I think the, the public would eat it up. I agree. All right. Last question, Tony. You've been sitting there. Right. What <laughs> you got, bro? When are you going to run? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You're my campaign manager, bro. <laughs> uh, you got anything? Um, I think uh, I guess everything that we got out of it was just just going through it. Uh, so what you're saying, like with the blended family and everything, the biggest thing was like keeping the communication with everybody alive. Yeah. So that way, uh, nothing gets like you know uh, misinformation gets passed through, and no one takes advantage of somebody else. So would you say like communication was the biggest key in that? Huge. Absolutely. I think, I mean, I think that's part of growing up, but something that's changed my life, especially my relationships, um, is being willing to just deal with the conflict head on. Mm -hmm. You're good at that. You know, if we've got, (laughs) sometimes I'm too good at it. (laughs) Like if we have beef, whether you're my boy, whether you're a family member, whether you're my significant other it's always so much healthier to say what i want to say and then listen Mm -hmm. and figure it out i say everything i want to say you say everything you want to say let's meet in the middle and and squash this right because in the past when i was young and dumb so quick to cut people off silence things get mad over a stupid fight Mm -hmm. and then be like i don't care about you Mm-hmm. We're done. I'm gonna I'm I'm shut my mouth until you talk to me and apologize. Right? And that's how things like fester exactly. and boil, especially yeah. in families. Think about how many families are like, oh, my aunt, haven't talked to her since that one Thanksgiving when we got drunk and fought each other. Yeah. 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 And then they go like 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Life is way so too short for that. You know? And, you know, life is way too short for, for that, for, for sure. Um, your dad used to be a big conflict avoider. Mm. You're not anymore not at all. all. You really, <laughs> you gro- you've really grown <laughs> in that area. And I've cases. always been. Let's 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 duke it out. Come on, let's <laughs> fight. I mean, I'll, I'll, there, yeah, I will physically you fight you. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, me and you, we've never had a beef. Not that I'm aware of no, anything. Yeah, yeah, not not so that true. I'm aware of. I mean, I don't even think we've ever raised our voices at no, each other. Not at all. I mean, but it, if it, we do have, a yeah, problem, we're okay. You just yeah, say we, we figure it out and move forward. Out, you know, I mean. you know, swatch it at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, you you, you have to. Boil, you have to. Yeah, it. it's just it's just life is way too short for that. Woo! Well, we covered some ground today. For those out there. <laughs> You know, here's what I hope is that we gave you some hope. And I guess my closing thought is, man, we need grace with one another. Kids, it's freaking hard to do this parenting thing. And it's getting even harder because of the access you have to things that you don't think we, you need us for wisdom, you know, or information or, or guidance. And so, you know, have a, try, to, try to understand. Put yourself in the place of a parent if you can, which is hard for a young mind. But to the, the grown folks... Man, this is an art and a science, and this is the way we've managed to get our way through it, but it's not the only way, is we just keep trying and being honest, and so there's hope, and like Cole said, man, these kids, I mean, I know it's a scary time, but you know what? The kids are turning out okay. Pick the right battles, yeah. win the battles that you pick, but also try to put yourself in the, in the shoes of a 15-year-old 
in this TikTok world where the world's coming apart and there's a whole lot of anxiety and depression on both well, sides. Well, I want parents are facing so many different things and now, but I also think that we've always faced those things. Um, drugs have always been around. I mean, you know, drugs were around in the 60s, they were around in the 50s. Um, it, if a child chooses to do that, then that's just, that's their choice, they're gonna do it. Yeah. If a child decides that they are um, not the sex that they wanna be, mm. that's an extremely hard thing for a parent. Mm. Um, and I've, I've gone through that. I mean, we've, we've gone through that. Um, and, uh, but we, in the, in the end, it's all love. I mean, yeah. there is no um, shame. There is no, nothing but love for mm. our child that, that went through that. Um, a parent that disowns their child because of that, yeah. shame on you. Yeah. Shame, shame. Sh I mean, truly, shame on you because even though it's hard, um, th that, that child needs your support yeah. more than ever. The love is and, and the love. Yeah, right. the love has to be deeper than your anger. The love has to be deeper than your shame. And I don't know a single person that's been on their deathbed mm -hmm. that has said, oh my gosh, I regret not buying that vet, yeah. right? I, oh my gosh, I regret not buying that $600,000 house. Yeah. No, the regrets are I, I ruined my relationship with my mother, or with my father, or with my child, yeah, or whatever. Right. It is not the material things. Mm -hmm. So love and you can you can discipline with love yeah you absolutely. know absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I guess my closing statement is to speak from the kids perspective because i think it's hard to be a kid too and deal with parents and step parents and blended families it's all of it's complicated and complex right those are the two same words um, <laughs> but it's like i think that it's important for kids to try to understand um, and be empathetic towards the fact that parenting is probably the hardest thing that you're going to go through in life. Obviously, when you're a dumb, young teenager, you're not going to get that. But as soon as I got into my mid-20s and pictured myself in y'all's place having a kid, I'd have no clue what I'm doing in this world yeah. to raise a kid, right? It's a different kind of empathy and understanding. I know why you made the decisions that you did. It was insane. I don't have kids, right? I barely can take care of myself. Yeah. So there's people that like have bad relationships with their parents and have all this resentment and anger and feel like a victim, yeah. right? Well, my parents didn't do the right job. And it's like, you grow up and yeah. you're like, they did the best job that they could. What else were they going to do? And then all what? we can do is try. We're going to fail. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we, we <laughs> make know? mistakes. We make mistakes. We, we say things that we regret. We, um, you know, but we have to ask for forgiveness from our child, too. Right. It's not just you asking your child for forgiveness. Yeah. You know, we need that forgiveness. Mm. We need that grace as well because... It, it is a hard, it's hard. Yeah. And and I know, like, we love y'all to death. There is nothing in this world that y'all could ever do that's going to stop us from loving y'all and stop us from supporting y'all and stop us from, you know, our doors being open. There's yeah. absolutely nothing. There you go. You know? So, ma'am, this is whoo, good stuff. Um, you've been seeing it throughout the whole podcast, little things, you know, popping up. Subscribe. Subscribe. I mean, really, if, if you love this, share it. There's people out there that need this conversation because they're in the middle of what we're talking about. Like it, pump it out there, man. We're going to keep coming from a very real place. Uh, so today, when you're out there, put yourself in the place of the other and try to find some compassion in this crazy world. Love you, love you. Let's keep doing our thing. Love and then all. we are the power, power of, of peace. peace. Changes our minds.